big question is this, how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Hello all you beautiful cyclists, it's Sarah and I am back with my Saturday show where I give you a newbie's perspective into cycling and this week I want to talk about the beautiful thing that is the group ride and for anyone who hasn't ventured into group riding I really urge you to give it a lash. Now my first ever group ride was a charity event I did through my old workplace this is years ago years ago and I had just joined the company and in an effort to kind of meet new people and you know be a team player and I was full of enthusiasm for the corporate hoorah at that point so I signed up and I'd never really ridden before to be honest I had a bike but my training consisted of doing about I'm going to say six spinning classes and I just thought sure what could possibly go wrong it was 250 kilometers over two days and I was like sure I'll be grand thankfully I was able to convince one of my new workmates Rachel to join me too so we showed up on the day and we were given our kit and I'd never been in a pair of cycling shorts before and I was fairly alarmed as to how unforgiving they were but away we went and now I was you know, I had no cycling shoes or clipping pedals at this stage. Off I went in my bike that weighed about three tons in my runners and my new cycling kit. And that was it. And believe it or not, I was absolutely hooked. Just before the kickoff at the safety briefing, there was a lot of chat about, you know, sig- signaling if there was potholes or oil or cars approaching. And there was a lot of chat about half wheeling and how not to do it. Now, I hadn't a clue what half wheeling was didn't like to admit this at the time so I didn't pipe up or say anything but anyway a few minutes later we were off and this was not the most athletic bunch we certainly weren't the most organized peloton but as I said I was just hooked straight away it's just such an amazing thing to have the chats of people in a group you know whose path you probably would never have crossed or never would cross and there, even on this spin, there was an amazing sense of team effort and just that lovely feeling of riding along in a bunch. People that were struggling were given a little bit of a push or little pieces of advice were given on how to corner or approach a climb. And of course, there was loads of slagging and messing and it was just a great, great day. Now, I don't have a training file from that day. It was probably another couple of years before I even got a bike computer or a heart rate monitor but I'd say the average speed that day was about 19 18 19 kilometers an hour but so hot it was my first taste of group spinning and I absolutely loved it on the other hand my friend Rachel who I roped in I don't think that she has been on a on a bike since and probably didn't talk to me for a couple of weeks after that experience charity rides and events like this are how a lot of people enter their first group ride in inverted commas you know kind of it's not technically a group ride but I don't think people should stop there it's just such a lovely feeling when the group is riding along in sync and if you join a club and become a little bit more experienced the feeling just gets better and better you're not only meeting new people who really enjoy the sport that you enjoy you're going to learn new routes you're going to pick up training tips you're going to hear about events and races that you may not have known about before 
Now, it's a little bit daunting rocking up. I completely get that. You're, everyone's decked out in full lycra. And look, we give out tips all the time in this podcast on how not to look like a noob. But honestly, just go. You'll pick it up as you go along. And everyone's got to start somewhere. So I have compiled a short list of some advice for anyone rocking up to a group spin and what to do on a group spin. This is mostly intended for newbies, but come on now, admit it lads, we all know one or two people in our group that may need to be reminded of a few of these rules. So here we go. When you're riding out front, signal your direction change because vision behind you is completely obscured. Now, I'm not talking about all this roaring and shouting constantly about everything like hole, car up, oil, gravel, all this, you know, you know, these mad dramatics that go on in some groups. But do let people know that you're turning in particular. Be assertive, but there's no need to be dramatic. If there's some potholes or debris on the road, do a nice, clear, quick hand signal. And then the person behind you can do a nice, clear, quick hand signal. And then the message gets passed back to the rows behind. The other thing is when you roll up to do a turn on the front, try and keep the pace steady. So we talk all the time about people going up to the front and pushing the pace and going faster and then putting the rest of the group under pressure. Please don't do this. If you're feeling really strong, just stay out front for longer, but don't go harder. So stay out for longer, but don't go harder. And the other end of it as well, if you're going out front, try and maintain the same pace. Don't drop the pace back really really slow when you ride out front put in a really big effort dig deep for even if it's just a couple of seconds 30 seconds a minute and then roll off and people will just be thinking that you're amazing for even going out front and contributing to the workload next one up is don't take your hands off the bars in a group ride I see people do this all the time people who are really inexperienced riders taking off rain jacket or stretching when they're on the bike in a group ride. If you're training on your own, knock yourself out, go ahead. But if you're in a group and you need to take your raincoat off or something like that, move to the side, get out of the group or move to the back of the group and then take it off so you're not putting anybody else at risk. So just try and respect everybody else around you. The next point, I find this really, really useful and that's to signal when you're about to stand up. So if you're riding into the base of the hill, people usually like to drop down a gear and then stand up on their pedals just for extra power. But you'll have noticed that the person in front of you does that. It kind of throws their bike back a little bit. If you're sitting on their wheel, you might touch their wheel very easily and it can be a little bit of a wobbly moment. So all you need to do is when you're about to stand up on your pedals, just before, reach back, put your hand behind your back and kind of motion your fingers up towards the sky to let the person know behind you that you're going to be standing up and they can kind of give you a little bit of space. Another tip for how not to throw your bike back too much is don't stand when the pedals are at at six o'clock and 12 o'clock. Stand when the pedals already have a little bit of torque so you're not pushing the bike back really far and frighten the hell out of the person behind you. So try and stand up when your pedals are at the three o'clock and the nine o'clock positions. The next one is, and I can hardly even bring myself to talk about this, but it's the dreaded and infamous revolting and stomach churning snot rockets. So disgusting. And I think that some people on group rides are completely taking the piss with the amount of times that they have to do these snot rockets. 
I just can't see how anybody is ever that congested. (laughs) But if you really have to do it, move out to the side. Be really aware of what way the wind is blowing as well. So move out of the group so your snot is not landing on somebody else. Or better still, move to the back of the group and you can deploy as much as you want back there. And it wouldn't be a list about group riding without me mentioning absolutely no, maybe I should have put this at the top of the list, absolutely no half wheeling. I just think half wheeling is a massive sign of insecurity as a bike rider and it shows that you're weaker and not stronger in my opinion. You've nothing to prove when you're on a social spin, a social group spin. We have such a beautiful sport here with some amazing traditions and half wheeling just takes the joy out of that be- those beautiful moments on the bike. So if you're riding beside somebody, simply line your bars up with their bars. So don't push your wheel out in front of their wheel. Ride alongside them at the same pace. A few weeks ago when I was um, doing the cycle against suicide, the Malintimism, we had a very experienced rider riding up front most of the day, Philip Cassidy. And people were rolling up beside him to take their turn up front and he had to say it to almost everybody to stop half wheeling. So half wheeling is when you're nudging your wheel a foot or two in front of the other guy and then the second guy catches up on you and then you catch up on the other guy again and next thing before you know it it's this big stupid pissing contest and it's just ego driven and eventually the group spin goes from about 30 kilometers to about 40 kilometers an hour and everyone down the back is having a horrendous time. So any self-confessed half wheelers out there, please stop doing it. Or if you get to the coffee spin and the guys and girls in your group are slagging you about half wheeling, let me tell you, they are doing that through gritted teeth and they want to effing kill you. So don't just take it like a little bit of harmless ribbing. Please let it sink in and stop doing it. Okay, rant over. (laughs) I need a cold drink after that. Next point is when you're riding up a climb. So the beauty about the group spin is that it's full of varied abilities. When Anthony is in zone two, for instance, I would probably be in zone four or zone five. So as I said, we all have different power, different weight. So when you're in a group, ride to the top of the climb at your own pace. It's totally fine if people are passing you out on the hill or if you're passing people out on the hill that's totally fine when you get to the top of the hill if you're the first person up double back down the hill and fall in behind the slowest rider don't ride beside them chatting away and you know asking them loads of questions because I can tell you they're probably in a world of pain don't half wheel them just subtly move in behind them and they're aware that you're there and bring them back up the hill Everybody who gets to the top of the hill should double back down and go behind the people who are last. And then everybody reaches the top of the hill together and you can all descend very, very happily. The group ride is somewhere the strong protect the weak. So if that's giving a little push on the way home or giving food or giving a little bit of shelter to people who don't know how to get some protection from the wind or crosswinds, or if somebody forgets money and, you know, buy them a coffee or give them a jelly if you see they're struggling take care of each other otherwise this beautiful thing that we called the cycling group spin is going to we're going to lose it knock the big egos on the head everyone 
if you want to go and whack it the group ride is not the time to do it the group rides it's not a race it's not darwinism it's not survival of the fittest it's this beautiful time that cyclists of all capabilities get together and enjoy this wonderful sport so thank you so much for listening i am going to wrap it up for today thanks again to everyone who shared the roadman cycling podcast with all of your cycling buddies and into whatsapp groups and with your cycling club if you haven't done that yet it would mean so much if you could it really helps the podcast with the platform algorithms and gives us a little bit of a boost so thank you very much everybody have a wonderful weekend safe pedaling and i will talk to you again next week thank you for listening to today's podcast have you ever wondered how good you could actually be each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work family and social obligations but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.